I am special to him. I am the object of his affection. I am the apple of his eye. I am blessed and highly favor of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen, and so be it right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord. I read this. I can't tell you how many times a day. And it is so important because, see, these are not just words. God has already set the blessing for us in motion. The day he created Adam, put him on this earth, first thing he did was bless him. And that same blessing has been enforced for us. Now, whether you use it, whether you believe it, shame on you if you don't. But it has been in place. So you can't get mad at God. Why is my life not blessed? He already put the blessing out there. But see, it's more to it than just being put out there. You've got to do something with the Word of God. Because see, the Word of God works. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life, what's going on in the world, the economy, it doesn't matter. See, and when, when the Lord gave me that subject, highly favored, I started thinking about it. I said, you know, favor means bless. So those two things hook up, they go together. But it also means a life without limitations. And if you have a life without limitations, that means your life is highly blessed. Right. Now, if you see that right now you, there's some limitations in front of you, you're not walking in the blessing that God has set before you. See, I, like I, I always say, I don't look to get amens or whatever, but I want you to listen to what's being said. See, you are empowered when you get the blessing when you receive the blessing, take on the blessing that God has set for us, that means you are now in power to succeed, prosper, rise above what attempts to keep you down. That's what the blessing does. It makes sure that you will succeed, you will prosper. Everything your hands touch must and will prosper because the blessing has been placed there for you, but you've got to speak that word over your situation. Whatever it is, we can have all the word in the world we want. Just like I said before, you can have a bag of corn seeds. It will remain corn seeds until you do what? Plant it. After you plant it, you've got to do something with that soil. You got to go back, you got to water it, you got to make sure if any weeds pop up, you're getting rid of those weeds. The purpose of planting is to get a harvest. If we never plant this word of God in our life, you're not going to get the harvest that God said we're supposed to have, which is the blessing. When the Lord started out, you know, you know Adam messed up, but he didn't take the blessing back. He said, well, I'm going to find the next one. Start working. He just went down the line, down the line. Moses, down the line. He, he passed on. Joshua, Joseph, Jacob, the whole line, every last one. And don't let me forget Noah. He blessed every last one of them. The same blessing that he spoke on one, it was for the next generation, for the next generation, up until our generation. But what are we doing? Are we living that blessing? Are we living highly favored? That's a question only you can answer. Now, God already knows the answer, but you need to ask yourself that. When you get up in the morning, 
as soon as your eyes pop open. All right. Lord, I thank you today. I expect to see favor in my life. He knows what's waiting for you, but what are you saying about that situation? You just going to go along, see whatever the day brings, or are you going to speak God's word over that situation? See, God, there's no end to his surprises. The Lord loves to surprise us every day. And I'm telling you, I got a surprise last week. Do you hear me? And I didn't even realize it until much later on. I was like, Lord, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, you know what? This is all right. I mean, it was a complete surprise. But, you know, I love it because the Lord is full of them. Not just for me, for all of us. And you don't never have to worry it's going to be a bad surprise. Because, see, no, God don't have bad surprises. Even when something is brought to your attention and you make, but you know what? The Lord already has it worked out. When it comes, first thing you do, don't panic. Don't get full of fear. Step back. Say, wait, whoa, wait a minute. I'm the righteousness of God. God said there's nothing too hard for him. There's nothing he can't do. You need to remind yourself of what the word of God says. See, Deuteronomy 28 and 8 says, I will command my blessing upon you. He will command his blessing upon us. Command it. Tell it. No, you're going to be on them. My blessing is going to be on them. My blessing is going to be on him. My blessing is on her every day. But if you don't read that word, you're not even going to know that. In the house, when I go to bed, I plug my iPad up to the word so it's playing even when I'm asleep. You know why? Because my, my spirit man don't go to sleep. You need to get all the word of God you can on you on a daily basis. I'm telling you, one meal is not going to cut it. It is not enough. I'm telling you. If all you get is what you get on Sunday, now it's good work on Sunday, but you need to get it every day. Because as soon as you leave here, I am telling you, before you can get out that door good, your mind is already working. What you got to do, what you got to take care. Oh, my God, I don't have gas money. How much food am I going to squeeze out next week? I got to do this. I got to do that. I promise I'm going to pay this. I mean, you got a whole running list. And the enemy, he knows that. He knows that you're, you're freaking out over that. He knows that already. He knows when you're here, you get the word, but he also knows you're packing that word away and you're going to keep it going. You're not going to read that word again. He already knows that. So, you know, you're not really threatening him like you're supposed to be. Even though you are highly favored, you're still walking around like a defeated foe. Now, something's wrong with that picture. We have the answers and we're still walking around defeated in this world that we are overcomers. We have overcome this world, but we're walking around defeated. We're allowing situations to control us. They're not supposed to. But we are allowing that. When you walk in God's favor, you are no longer limited to the natural things of the world anymore. Anymore. Do you hear me? But see, if you allow that, you need to check yourself out. Say, okay, wait a minute, something's not right here. You're right. Your word level's low. Your word level's low. Because the things that happen in the world are not supposed to take you over. They're just not. I'm not saying they're not going to come, because they will. But how are you handling it? Or is it handling you? Most times, it's handling you. 
It's got you talking out of both sides of your mouth. When you hear you praising God, yes, Lord, I believe you, I trust you. But when you get out of here or in company of somebody else, you're talking what they're talking. Saying, like I say, you're talking trash, just like they're talking trash. And you know, the Lord is not pleased with that. Because he has already placed a blessing in this earth for us. <clears throat> Romans 15 and 29 says, and I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing. The fullness of the blessing. Am I right or I'm reading this wrong? Oh, it's right. Thank you. Hold that right there, that message. I'm reading in King James, but I'm going to read that. Of the gospel of Christ. In the message, it says, my hope is that my visit with you is going to be one of Christ's more extravagant blessings. See, he bumped it up. Extravagant, not just a blessing, but a mind-blowing blessing. Extravagant blessing. You know, because see, sometimes where you are, you are comfortable there, and you say, you know what, I'm good. I don't need to really stretch my faith for anything else because everything's just running along pretty good. And I had my daughter laughing this morning. I was telling her, I said, yeah, Moki, that's one thing about you, just like my dad used to be. Daddy would always come home from time to time. He'd pull up, brand new car. Mommy says, David, now, why do you have to buy a new car every year? He said, because they keep making them. <laughs> and who's to say I can't have a new car every year? He never stopped. See, he wasn't limited at, okay, this is 19, whatever year it is, so I'm just going to run this car for like five, six years. Not my father. He ain't believing that. He always kept his eye for the next year. He said, well, that looks good. I think I'm going to get me that one. She says, I don't understand why. He said, that because I can do it. He said, if, if God didn't want me to have one, he'd stop making them. But since he's still making them, I'm going to go ahead and get me one. And you know what? I told Mogi today, I said, Mogi, you remind me so much of him because you don't stay satisfied where you are. You know, and I tell her, I said, Mo, just, you know, just bring it down, just, we're good. <laughs> nah. She just wants to keep running it up. I said, Mo, we're good. No, Ma, we're not good. Okay, I guess we're not good. But you know what? But that's what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to do, because everything is here for us. He doesn't want us to get complacent and satisfied, just stay right here, no. Well, Lord, as long as I got enough money to take care of me and my dad is not good enough. That's not good enough. Because how are we going to take care of bringing the kingdom here if all we want to do is just make sure we have enough just for ourselves? Lord, as long as my bills are paid, I'm good. No, that's not enough. That's a very selfish statement to make. Because how are you going to help somebody else and all you want? <laughs> it's funny, I was thinking about it. Uh, we had a conversation years ago. And a young lady says, oh, a million dollars? That's way too much money for me. I said, whoa. I said, well, I feel sorry for you because that ain't nothing. I don't mean no harm. But that ain't no money as far as I'm concerned. I said, I can spend that right now in two seconds while I'm talking to you. Well, I don't need no more than that. I said, that's exactly why you won't ever have that. Because, see, if you, if you think only a million dollars would make you a millionaire, you're wrong. And I hear a lot of people say, oh, they're a millionaire now. Why? Because they want a million dollars? No, they want a million dollars in the story. They're not a millionaire. Because once that million's done, they're done. That's it. I said, no, 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 no. That wealth transfer Pastor Dora was talking about, I said, see, that's what I'm talking about. 
See, that's, that's serious money. And see, that's what the Lord is talking about. That's the kind of blessing he put on this earth for us. Think about Abraham. Think about the ones before us. They had serious money. They had serious possessions. And we run around here think we got something with this, you know, I got one car, I got me a little hut somewhere. Man, please. You know, I tell people, I said, you got to be kidding me. That's just not enough. And it's not that I'm just materialist in my people say, oh, you just love material things. Well, yeah, I do. But I, I don't make a God out of them. And I never have. I just like nice things. I can't help it. It's in me. I just, because we're supposed to have them. God said I can have them, and guess what? I expect to have them. And you should too. We should not be walking around here like we don't have a father. And if we got one, he's poor as a church mouse. Uh-uh. No. We're supposed to be the king's kid. We're supposed to be living highly favored. Proverbs 10 and 6, blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covered the mouth of the wicked. Now, blessings are on us. Them devils out there don't have any business doing better than we are. No way. No way. You have friends or acquaintances or people you work with, and they ain't living no kind of life. They don't tithe. They don't go to church. They swear, cussing, drinking, doing some of everything, and they're living better than you. Something is wrong with that picture. Something is wrong with that picture. And people will come to church and get mad with God. Tell them, yeah, I come to church, and I still got this going on, and I ain't nothing happening in my life. And I'm going to just stop giving. I'm just going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing that. I don't know why you're mad at the Lord. He, it's not his problem. It's your problem. Because, see, you've got the word of God, but what are you doing with that word of God? Let me tell you something. Them devils will never convince me to stop giving. Those devils will never convince me to stop talking. Ain't no way in the world it will not happen. Do you hear me? You know, and I know people say, man, why do they always get back on this tithing thing? I don't know. I, listen, I, it's this way the Lord just shoots it out of me, and I just got to shoot it back to you. But it's so key. If you stop giving, you have just cut yourself off. I am so serious. Don't ever think those blessings are going to still come on you because they can't. They just, they can't and they won't. God is just not going to go against his word. As much as he loves you in that area, you stop giving, you're going to stop getting. I'm serious. You can play the lottery every day of your life. You can get online, think nobody knows. You can gamble all you want. Guess what? You still ain't going to get nothing. Mm. I think I hit something. But you know what? It's the truth. It's the truth. It is so true. You talking about having holes in your pockets? You have holes like, man, well, I, I thought I had that. I was in my room yesterday, and I was shredding up, you know, papers and stuff like that. The Lord said, you better look in that envelope. So I'm like, no, I don't look in there already. He said, just look in the envelope. Now, I was just like this, just about to put it in the shredder and stopped and opened it. You know, was money in there? I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm about to shred up some money up in here. <laughs> but you know what? I'm glad I listened. I'm glad I stopped because, I mean, it was, you know, it was some, it was some money. And I said, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. But I almost shred that money up yesterday. But see, now, see, it's, it's good when you got it like that. You done stuck it somewhere, and you done forgot you stuck it, and boy, you go somewhere, and you, that's a nice surprise. Lord, thank you, Jesus. You know what I mean? Because you know what you had right in your pocketbook, and you said, I didn't even know that was in there. But see, God knew. The blessings, I'm telling you. 
You know, I, I love the Lord. He's, he's so good. In Proverbs 10 and 22 in the Amplified, it says, The blessing of the Lord, it, meaning the blessing, because we always run through that, the blessing of the Lord make rich. No, wait, let's slow it up. The blessings of the Lord. It, meaning the blessing, makes, this Amplified, truly rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. Neither does toiling increase it. Meaning you don't have to work your fingers to the bone. You don't have to do things you ain't got no business doing to get rich. Because see the blessing that's set in place, that's what makes you rich. And when you follow the course and stay on track and do what the word of God tells you to do. In other words, be obedient. Says in the word, if you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. I'm talking about the same blessing here. Yeah. But see, it means you got to do it. So if you don't do it, you can't get mad at anybody because the Lord already tell you, if you be willing and obedient, he's not going to sit there and put, say, put your elbow on the table and I'm fine on there. We're going to just see who's going to come out. The, no. He ain't going to arm wrestle with you. He's already told you what to do. You're either going to do it because you love him or you're not. And then, then if you don't, you're going to suffer. It's going to be some suffering there. You're going to have to work much harder than you would have if you just gone on and did what the Lord told you. See, but sometimes we have such calculating saints, supposed to be believers, they have got everything figured out to the penny. Well, let me tell you something. That's never been me. I'm not one of those people. No. I'm not one of these sitting down there. No, no. I just don't do it. I, I just don't. I do what I'm supposed to do, and Lord, I know you're going to just, you're going to give me wisdom and tell me how to take care of it. And he does. Yeah. But just sitting down, figuring out, nope. The only figuring out I do is, okay, this comes out first. Yeah. Automatic. I don't have to think about it. I don't. I spoke last week, and I was telling them, when I give my tithe, I give on my gross. Always have. Yeah. Not going to change that. It got so quiet in there when I said that. I, when I tell you quiet, it was like a hush came over that church. Like, what? Yeah. You know why? Because I earned that. I earned it. I earned the gross. I told them, you can have 50 11 deductions coming out of your pay. That's your problem. But I gross this, and that's what I'm giving to him. He said 10% of everything you earn. All you increase. Now, you got it all chopped up, and everybody got to get a piece of it. Well, you know, you better pray, and you better keep speaking over it so it won't be so many pieces going out, out the door. But I'm going to do what the Lord tells me to do. And you know what? The Lord always makes sure I have more than enough, not just enough, right. more than enough. And I don't mean $2, $3. I said more than enough. Yeah. I'm telling you, I have never gone without. Right. I don't care how tight it gets. I don't care how down to the wire it gets. The Lord comes and he rescues me every time. And I don't have to get on my knees begging, please, somebody, please, could you just let me, please, 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 please. Nope, don't have to do that. I didn't even get on my knees and please, please, please to the Lord. I didn't. He just opened up a way and it happened. I thought maybe I had to do this, and the Lord said, no, make a phone call. This is what you say. And they grant me favor. I said, see, that's what I'm talking about. And the Lord said, see, you didn't have to pay a dime. I'm going to work the other day. I get in the car, pull out, tum, 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 tum. whoa, what is that? What's that noise? I said, Lord, what is that? 
I got a little ways past the house, turned around, went right back, pulled the car in the driveway. I said, okay, let me check these tires, see if I need air. Check the tires. One tire really needed some air, so I put some air in it. And got it up and checked the others, so everybody's good. Jumped back in the car, we driving again. All of a sudden, dum, 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 dum. I said, okay, wait a minute. What is this? And I said, every time I turn, it's turn, making the same noise as the, as the wheels are turning. I'm like, what's this? Call Mogi up, she said, Ma, take the car, <laughs> on your way down, just stop there. And man, let me tell you something. You talking about the devil talking trash, he talked so much trash to me all the way there. Oh, you know, you got to get this done, it's going to cost you at least 1500 I mean, he just ran it down. I said, Lord, you know, I ain't got time for this. I said, I don't have time for this. First of all, I don't have time to stop, and I don't have time for this. I went on there, she called and told the guy, so I got there, and he, he told me, I miss waiting then. I said, hey, shaking, I mean shaking, you hear me? So he said, well, what's going on? So I explained to him, then he takes the car, and he says, well, we'll see, look at it and see what's going on. <laughs> I'm sitting there. He said, go and make yourself a cup of coffee. Man, I was shaking so bad, I couldn't even make the coffee like I should. I'm trying to sit there and regroup and get myself together. So, you know, I'm sitting there, and I keep kind of turning around, looking back there, trying to see if he's kind of any expression on his face, no expression. I said, okay. And the devil said, yeah, oh, man, they're going to hit you with a bill today. I said, Lord, mm-mm, I ain't got time for this. After a while, the guy said, Mr. Wendington? I said, yes. We're ready. I said, what? We found out what the problem was. I was like, oh, Jesus. I said, well, what was the problem? He said, you had a nail in that tire. He said, I'm talking about a big nail, and it was sitting straight out. I was like, what? He said, but we fixed it. Everything's good. He said, your car is ready. We'll bring it out to you. I could hardly get up my legs and shake it so bad. I said, thank you, Jesus. So I go in my pocketbook, go in my wallet, you know, because I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you something. So I walk out. I said, okay, how much? Oh, he said, get out of here. You don't owe me nothing. I said, what? He said, nope. Have a good day. I said, that's what I'm talking about. I said, you know, I got to give you a hug. I hugged the man. I said, Lord, you are so good. Now, that old ugly dog, he convinced me that I was going to pay at least $1,500. That's the start. Nothing. Zero. Do you hear me? Yes. Lord said, you're a tither, aren't you? I said, yes, sir. He said, you got the blessing. I said, yes, sir, I got the blessing, and I got the favor of God today. And I was on my way back in the car, went on to work. But see, that's what I'm talking about. Those are the situations. You get in, no, Fred. Mogi says, no worries. No worries here. She always says that. I said, that's a good word. I'm going to hook on to that. That and God makes everything come out right for me, I'm going to hook on to those. Because it is so true. When you get that blessing on you and you know you got that blessing on you, I'm telling you, you will start looking at things so differently. I don't care what's going on in your job. I don't care what's in your refrigerator that's not in your refrigerator that should be in your refrigerator. What should be in your freezer? You ain't got nothing in your freezer. Let me tell you something. The Lord will tell you where to go, when to go. Somebody having a sale you didn't know. Somebody come by and give you something. Child, I bought too many of these. Here, take them. You just never know. But God does. He will place people in your path to bless you. Do you hear me? It happens. I see it happen all the time. I find myself, I'm even doing it. I said, Lord, I thank you. He'll tell me, do this. Give this person that. You know, long time ago, I would be like, wait a minute. Are you talking to me? You, you, me, me? You mean me give that? Yeah. But see, now the Lord said, give this or do that. I just go ahead and do it. 
don't think anything of it. Say, Lord, I'm going to do it. And that could be all I have. And Lord knows I need that. I'm like, before I may get a little jump, you know, backed up a little bit, I said, now, okay, no, I don't know if I give that, then, then that means I ain't going to have nothing. He says, no, you're going to have something. You just do what I tell you to do. I'm all right, I'm going to do exactly what you tell me to do. But see, I've moved past that. Until now when he says do it, I just jump and I do it. And before I can even get away, the Lord had already made another way for me. Better than that one I gave to somebody else. I said, Lord, I, I mean, I just did it. Sometimes you will make a promise to the Lord. Lord, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And he'll know your heart. He'll know. And before you can even physically do it, the Lord already opened up a door for you. Because you already said. You always made a promise what you're going to do. And he knows that. It ain't a thing like he got to hold a gun to you. You said you was going to do so-and-so. Why didn't you? No, see, our God is too loving for that. He don't have to do that. He already knows what's in our heart. He knows what's in our mind. He knows, he knows what we're thinking. But he wants us to understand that the blessing is already out there. He's already placed the blessing on us. Why don't you bless yourself? Why don't you bless your family? Why don't you speak the blessing over your children every day? I don't care where you're living right now. You're not satisfied with that. Speak over it. Lord, you know what? This is where I really want to live. This is what I really want to drive. This is what I want. This is what I want. He said, you know what? You can have that. You can. He will show you how. I'm he will open the door. He will. Policies will change. Laws will change for you. Do you hear me? Well, people say, oh, no. We thought, but nah, 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 nah. What's that declaration say? Y'all need to read it. I'm telling you, this is a wealth of promise right here. Y'all need to get this favorite declaration and read this thing. You hear me? I stop and take the time. And when I walk out the door, I'm smiling. I'm so serious. All right. I kissed Moke goodbye. I said, Mo, what we expecting today? She said, favor, mommy. Right. I said, we expect an increase. Yeah. We expecting policies, rules, laws going to change in our favor today. Say it every day. I mean, it's just like saying my name. Right. And I expect that. Right. This is where the Lord wants us to get. Right. And I'm telling you, when you get to that point, oh, my God, you'll walk so different. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what's what the enemy think he thought up in your face? Mm -mm. I got a smile on my face because the blessing is on my life. The blessing is on your life. Do you hear me? The blessing, when you made Jesus your personal savior, that's when you got that blessing. That's when you got the blessing. The blessing was put on you. Right? He said, you know what? It's mine now. He didn't told me it's mine. I've taken full ownership of it. See, he don't give good stuff just to anybody. You got to belong to him to get that. You know, family, see, it's different when it's family. But when you ain't family, well, you can't get the same thing family gets because you ain't family. You know, don't even look that because it ain't going to happen. But you family, you belong to his family, oh, you got rights. We have got rights. The blessing is our right. Do you understand me? We should be excited about this thing. It says God's blessings make life rich. This is in the message that... Proverbs 10 and 22, God's blessing makes life rich. Nothing we do can improve on God. Good Lord. Nothing. God's blessing makes life rich. Nothing we do can improve on God. Isn't that something? When I saw that message, I was like, whoa. I mean, I mean are you talking about jumping? I said, now that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. 
There is nothing out there in this world that God can't do better. Do you understand me? You can't go above God. They can't go above God. Your job can't go above God. Do you hear me? The governor, the president, they can't go above God. They just walk around and think they God, but they're not God. Look at that. God's blessing makes life rich. It makes your life rich. Nothing we do can improve on God. Woo, I love that. I see, you know, that's a good word. See, the blessing is on me. The blessing is on you. It's on us. You're either going to agree with God or you're going to agree with the world. Plain and simple. If you, if you agree with God, let me tell you something. You'll be living highly favored. But if you agree with the world, it's all over. I'm telling you. Mm -mm. Don't ever agree with the world. They ain't your daddy. Who she said, that ain't your daddy. No, he's not my daddy. No, I agree with God. You either believe him or you don't. I had, where is it? I said I was going to save it, but I'm going to read this anyway. As soon as I find it, come on. I want you all to repeat this after me. It says, thank you, Lord, for the blessing. The blessing of the Lord is on my life. Therefore, I am empowered. I'm empowered to prosper. I'm empowered to succeed. I'm empowered to excel. I'm empowered to increase and multiply. I'm empowered to rise above. What holds others back and keep others down? The blessing on my life makes me the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. And everything. Now I want you to get your, take your hands and put them in front of you. Saying everything, I set these hands to do prospers because of the blessing. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to make sure next week that you all get a copy of this because I want y'all to keep saying this. Right along with your favorite declaration, I want you to have this favorite confession. All right? We're going to do that. Now, I know I saw my deep give me a hand sign, so I know I got a few more minutes, right? Just a few. All right, sir. Yes, Lord. But I was going to wait and read that, and I said, no, you know, I'm going to bring that in right now. Right. See, the blessing and favor go together. They're not separate. They go together. And I love that. But the beautiful thing about the blessing of God is without measure. It's without measure. And I started thinking about that. I said, Lord, that means there's no limitation. 
Like, I can go to you a hundred times a day if I want. Tap it into the same blessing. And you know what? I'm not going to tap it out. You know, just like your, your account, you go to the bank, you got your little ATM card, and you go there. And sometimes maybe you haven't, like, paid attention. Don't look at what the balance is, and you just keep on tapping. And maybe you, when you were home, you did a few things using that same card, so you didn't realize you really got, you know, lower than you're supposed to. So then when you go to tap it again, saying, wait a minute, insufficient funds. You can't do that. Like, what? So then you got to go back in your mind and say, well, I did this. And, oh, man, I forgot that. Oh, I forgot I was supposed to pay that, and I already made, already made arrangements. They, they already grabbed that money. Oh, I forgot that. But you know what? You never have to worry about that with the Lord. You can just keep tapping into that blessing. You can tap into that blessing. While you tapping into it, I'm tapping into it. I don't have to worry that's not going to be enough for me. Oh, man, she's going to she gonna get it all. No, I don't have to worry about that. Oh, he's going to get it all. He was up early, and he's going to tap into it. So now when it's time, I woke up now, ain't nothing left. So you don't have to ever worry about that. Isn't that wonderful? And you know what else? You don't, always, you don't have to go and get a card, a, a number. You've seen that commercial. I talked about it last week with the kids. You know, the little girl, man, she's standing there, and the guy gives her the, the number, and it's some crazy number 84 or whatever. And she takes the thing and goes like, oh, man, i got to wait all this time. The little boy here on the telephone, and they tell him, you know, what his number. He gets mad. He slams the phone down. But see, we never have to worry about that with the Lord. You know, we don't have to get up and say, man, you what? I got to what? Oh, you got to be kidding me. You can go to the Lord anytime you want. Because that blessing is already in place. He don't have to figure out, oh, Lord, here she comes. Let me figure out what I can do. No. It's, it's, it's in place. It is done already. All you got to do is just tap into it. That's what's so good about the Lord. He's not sitting there trying to figure out, now, how many people going to come to me today? And this is, oh, it's probably going to be heavy because this is a holiday weekend. He's, believe me, he is not scratching his head trying to figure out if he's going to be tapped out over the weekend. He's not worried. Like, I went online, you know, on my, on my iPad, just trying to check out one of my accounts. Oh, it's not available. Call, you know, call later. Or if you need to speak to somebody, here's a number to dial. I said, Lord, I'm so glad you're not like that. Because I get angry. I said, you believe this? I can't even tap into my own account. Talking about not available. What is that? I said, Lord, thank you. You are always available. He said, that's right. I'm always available to you. Isn't that wonderful? We could be anywhere, and if the Lord said, oh, hey, I'm sorry, ain't nothing I can do. You can dial 911, call them jokers down there, because I am too busy. I got too much to do. You saw the people in line waiting to see me? But you know, God is not like that. He's got more than enough. It doesn't matter how long the line is. I said, God, thank you. You said you would never leave us or forsake us. That's what's so beautiful about the Lord. You can go to him anytime. And then once you go to him, if it's nighttime, go to sleep. He said he never sleeps or slumbers. So roll a carol on him and go on to bed. He's got it worked out. You don't have to sit up all night wondering, looking at that piece of paper, all them notes you don't Lord, I wonder if this is the way you're going to do it. Don't be trying to figure out how God's going to do it. Just know it's going to be better than anything you ever come up with. You could never, ever come up with the solution that God comes up with. Ever. So why waste your time? Roll a care over on him and keep it moving. That's it. You know, I hear people say, I don't know how you're going to do it. I, I, don't, I don't even say that. Because to me, that's a slap in the Lord's face. I don't even know how he's going to do it. It ain't none of your business how he's going to do it. He does it. He promised. His promises are yes and amen. 
and you're supposed to pull the thing. Lord, I thank you for working the situation out. Now, Lord, I wonder how you're going to work it. Uh-uh, because, see, you're still trying to figure it out. And you're still trying to figure out, well, Lord, if I keep running past you, maybe you'll see it my way and you just work it out that way. No, 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 no. That's not the way he's going to do it. He's going to do it his way. So you might as well trust him and know the way he works it out is going to be better than you could ever imagine. Just be happy on your way. That's what I love about the Lord. He is so good. I'm saying, I'm telling you, God wants us to be living <laughs> highly favored. We are living so way below where he wants us to be. But from this day on, come on, let's get it together. Let's tap into this blessing. Meaning, let's get into the words. See what the word says about it. And speak that word, saints. Speak it. It's not enough just to see it. Say, well, I, you know, just because you see the word, don't mean you got faith. And a lot of people think that. Well, I read, so I got it. And soon something comes to trip you up, you tripped up. Because you read it, but you didn't plan it. That's the difference. See, because, see, when you are locked in, you will stand. And if you're willing to stand forever, it won't take very long. That's what's so good about God. And he'll know when you get to that place. He'll know. And you know who else will know? That other fellow. It's a song that I hear, and I, I, I laugh about it with my sister sometimes. This gentleman's talking about the devil. And he sings this song. He says, and I hate you. And he puts so much emphasis on it. He says, I hate you. And I said, that's right. We're supposed to hate the devil. He's not your friend. He is not your friend. He hates you. He hates you more than you hate him. Now think about that. But if I were you, I'd get myself in the position. I'd be speaking the word of God so I can continue to live highly Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.